Conservative talk show host. I've been waiting for this night to come. Yeah. Now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Five FM, seven twenty AM. Kate on the talk of Las Vegas. Hour number two, Friday edition of the show. Thanks for hanging out with yours truly. Seven zero two two five seven five three nine six is how you get in on the conversation. Calls on hold. Let's get right back to you before we jump into our next segment. Let's go over to Colton. You're next. Welcome to the program. Hi, Steve. How's it going? Very good. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm 23. I just started listening to your uh, radio today. I really like it. I think you're very smart and really well read. I called because I wanted to add on to a point what a previous caller had made. Okay. He said uh, you referred to the October 1st, 2017 Las Vegas shooting here. Y- yeah. And how the police were getting criticism for waiting 15, 20 minutes when they could have pushed the guy. Correct. Um, a lot sooner. But right. you, uh, you know, informed them that they made a call. The police are, or they called to tell them to stop or right. not pursue. There's a very simple reason for that that I think is very overlooked, and it's incredibly simple. Here it is. They do not have armor. You're told to stand down and wait, because if they go up there, they're mince meat, they're toast, they're going to die. They're, they're dead. Wait for SWAT team, and exactly. then they go through. Exactly. Because they're the ones that have the armor. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm glad you said that, Colton. It's true, and... I mean, just imagine being in that cop's position down the hall and being told to stand down. You can't go in. Your heart's beating. You know that this murderer is wreaking havoc, and you know you want to jump in there, but you have to make a decision and say, what benefit would I be uh, because we're probably dead? And, you know, so it's uh, cops have a tough job, man. There's just no question about it. Absolutely. Could have said it better myself. Yeah, and, and, you know, I think you'll agree, not all cops are perfect. Who's perfect? I'm not. No one is. And and I think as a society, I think we've done a good job. Maybe we can do a little better, sure. But I think we've done a good job of removing the rogue elements of policing. And, you know, when I hear that this blanket picture or this paintbrush is just painting this big picture that all oh, cops are this and they have to be retrained. And how insulting to the police officer and their families, my God. Yeah, very insulting. And I was once told by a police officer that being an officer is 99% of your days are sheer boredom and 1% yeah. of your days are complete horror and fear. Yeah, no, you're And right. I can only imagine what they go through. Yeah, uh, right. One last thing I want to say, yeah. you did mention that Democrats are following Saul Linsky's book, Rule for Radicals. Correct. Uh, they're going through the rules list by list. I think that was very uh, informative of you and it's it's very rare that I hear people mention Saul Alinsky or forget about him. So no, I you. appreciate that. No, I called him great call. And I'm, and I'm, I'm glad that you found the show. Thank you. And I appreciate you listening. Have a great weekend. Uh, you know, we, we, I think it's, it's important at this point in time to, to bring out the ideology of Alinsky because the Democrats do 
follow that ideology. It's, it's, you know, I can't even call it socialism or communism. The Alinsky model is very dangerous and Obama played it very well. And, and Hillary was a huge, uh, fan of that model. And Hillary likes money before she likes anything and power. And that's Bill and Hillary. Everybody knows that. But, you know, make no mistake if Hillary would have won, the Alinsky model would have continued to be followed, uh, followed. Luciferian New World Order model that pits people against each other, uh, to create power and a money source for those at the top. And, and we've seen that through history. And it's here in America. I mean, there's no question. And Trump threw a monkey wrench into this whole thing. I mean, that's just a fact. I think everybody knows that. And that's why they don't want him back in. That's why they've tried collusion, quid pro quo, abuse of power, impeachment, coronavirus. It's his fault. He started the virus. You know, systemic racism. That's Trump's fault, too. It's, it's, it's insane. All right. Back to our busy calls. Bruce, you're next. Welcome to the program. Good evening, Steve. Good evening. So what's callous and dangerous is there are still people who have yet to receive their PUA or unemployment benefit checks. Sisolak mm-hmm. has lots of excuses. He's on his third Dieter director now. They blame the computers. They blame the federal government. You know, the cheapest thing to make is excuses. And Jim Murren, we haven't heard from this guy since this thing started. That, that's true. Said, I need to ask you something. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm a, we've talked before about the NWO and the deep state treachery. Yeah. yeah. Um, I need your evaluation of something Trump said yesterday. You know, mm-hmm. it may be nothing or it may be cryptic. Did you see a speech at a uh, Whirlpool? Bruce, you have a very prophetic mind because you're going to be shocked that my next segment is exactly what you're going to say, and that is you may not see me for a while, right? Yeah, and it oh. goes on talking about the rich and his very rich enemies and people aren't happy with them. I'll leave it to you to discuss it. So. Well, Bruce, can I just tell you this because and before you bounce, and, and brilliant for bringing it up, thank you, because I'm going to tell you this. Um, you know darn well, and I've heard you call the show many times. You and I have met at, at events, and I know you're a, yeah. a great fan of the show and a friend of the show, and I appreciate it. Uh, I'll tell you this. Um, this sounded very much like uh, Trump is warning us that a Kennedy-like situation is imminent. Yeah, that's kind of how I took it. Yeah, absolutely. But you can expand on it later. Anyway, yeah, Bruce, I appreciate it, man. Good to talk to you. Thank you. You too, man. Have a good weekend. Bye. Um, yeah, Bruce hit it right on the head. Uh, right on the head. If and and I'll jump into it uh, here at this at this point in time. Um, first off, I think we have to bring up Fauci and, and and then get right into what Bruce said. And there's a reason for it because Doctor Fauci has said, and he's always speaking out of both sides of his mouth. Doctor Fauci, he's has issued a dire warning on America. He said, new viruses are lurking. He said, COVID-19 is a worst case scenario. It's his worst nightmare. But he said, new viruses are lurking. They'll be coming. This is not the end of it. This is not the end of COVID-19. And Fauci is an alarmist. He is. And you know, when Donald Trump had that interview with Chris Wallace on Fox News, you know, Chris Wallace asked him that question, and Trump said, look, yeah, he's a bit of an alarmist. And and it's it's fact, because Fauci's the guy that said 2 million Americans by August would be dead. Well, according to my Apple Watch, it is August 7th, and um, 2 million aren't dead. Now, believe me, I'm not minimizing those that have died, and no one wants that. Not you, not me, not anyone. You'd have to be a lunatic to be okay with that. But Fauci speaks out of both sides of his mouth because he says that. But then he also says we should open up the schools and the voting booths. 
So what is it? <laughs> Where are you, sir, on this thing? Because you are confusing a hell of a lot of people. And even Chucky Schumer has now admitted. And this is, this is I mean, I know it's going to blow your mind. Even Chuck Schumer has admitted that schools have to open up or the economy won't recover. Of course not. Did you catch... Uh, what happened in Ohio? And, and I'm, and th- we needed us to, to talk about that. So to marinate on what I just said about Fauci, marinate on what I just said about Schumer for a moment. Don't let that go away. Marinate on that for a moment. And then let's talk about Trump's visit to Ohio. First off, Governor Mike DeWine tests positive for COVID-19. Can't meet with Donald Trump. And then the very next day, he tests negative. That virus. By God, is the smartest, trickiest virus in the history of viruses. Knows when to get you contagious and knows when to leave. Now, do you think maybe, just maybe, he wasn't tested positive at all? Hmm, I don't know. Not conspiratorial. Just a question, friends. Just a question. But what Bruce brought up. And and what I caught, and I hope many of you caught, and it's a concern, is Trump spoke at the Whirlpool plant, and and that was in Ohio. And he talked about having a lot of enemies out there, a lot of rich enemies out there, because, of course, Trump is forcing American companies to buy medical equipment, supplies, medicines from American companies and not from China. So, of course, this is going to anger many globalists out there, many New World Order types out there, many that are pro-pharma out there. It's going to piss a lot of people off that have made billions of dollars on your backs, on your health, You know, selling you pills that are $1,000 a pill. Uh, Let's just be honest. That's what they've done. And he made some remarks warning us about, you know, what's going on and how he's being blamed for, you know, his policies of putting America first. And and he said this, and this is what Bruce was talking about. He said this, and I quote, this may be the last time you'll see me for a while. Now, he did say that. He said, I have a lot of enemies out there. So was the president telling us in some type of code that he's had some threats against his life, that there's an imminent situation coming, that there's been chatter about this? I mean, was this or is there a Kennedy-like situation brewing? Because let's be honest, Kennedy was in the on the campaign trail as well, and he was killed for doing things not exactly the same but things that were very similar to how Trump thinks, and that is pro-America, not pro-globalism. So what was Trump trying to say? I mean, because let's be honest, and I hope you know this. I would hope you know this. Kennedy was not killed by Oswald. Now, he was a fall guy. He was a patsy. not saying he wasn't involved, obviously. But if you're going to try to tell me, oh, Steve, no, conspiracy, there you go. You know, Kennedy was just killed by Lee Harvey Oswald. The Warren Commission made it clear investigation after investigation shows there's no meat to that. Do you really feel that, friends? Knowing what you know, knowing what you know, seeing what you've seen since that time of Kennedy's assassination to where we're at with Donald Trump.
And him saying, this may be the last time you'll see me for a while, because I have a lot of enemies out there, a lot of rich enemies. Is he trying to say that I've got to protect myself because some things are going down that maybe you're not aware of, Mr. and Mrs. American Citizen? What are your thoughts on that? I'm opening up the phone lines once again. 702-257-5396. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Now, some may say, there Steve Sanchez goes, putting the tinfoil hat on. Really? That's putting a tinfoil hat on? Or is that daring to be bold? Because this show is bold. I'm bold. And I will go where no man goes. And I will ask the questions that no man wants to ask. The real issue is, will you answer my question? Do you have the boldness? Do you have the guts? Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396. Quick break, and then when we come back, it's straight back to the calls we go. Don't go away. A truthful take on our troubled times. It's Steve Sanchez. All right, welcome back. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you, 702-257-5396. All right, let's go ahead and get back to our busy calls. Oh, I always like when someone disagrees with me. So let's go over to Ran. Ran, you're next. Welcome to the show. Hey, Ran. I think Ran, Ran, typical liberal that's afraid of me. Ran, Ran. It's okay. Liberals are just afraid of me. I got to give Carl a lot of credit. Older man has been listening to my show for years in syndication, and he has the guts. But these other people that like to throw out their little innuendos, they're just afraid of me. Don't worry, I won't bite you. Well, uh, maybe I will, but you know, you could take it. That's what peroxide's for. That that that's what uh, dressing is for. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. You got Obamacare, ran. Don't be afraid. You got nothing to worry about. All right, let's do this. I want people to hear the clip. Uh, as I went to break, I was talking about President Trump saying, this may be the last time you see me for a while. Is that Kennedy-like? Is that is that a Kennedy moment? Is there something going on that the president's trying to tell us in code? Some will say, ah, oh, that's the president trying to make headlines. I don't know. Because this president is going boldly where no president has gone before. I mean, I agree. Buy our freaking medical supplies and medicines from American companies. Stop getting our crap from China. I'm all for it. America first. There ain't nothing wrong with that. And I'll say it loud and proud. Sean, can we run that clip? So I have a lot of enemies out there. This may be the last time you'll see me for a while. A lot of very, very rich enemies, but they are not happy with what I'm doing. But I figure we have one chance to do it, and no other president's going to do what I do. He's absolutely correct. A lot of enemies, a lot of rich enemies that are not happy because they've made billions of dollars telling you that you need this prescription that causes this, 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 and this and side effects, and you need this prescription, and some people literally will trade their meals for their medicine. Sad. Sad. And it doesn't have to be that way. See, Obamacare was a farce. Obamacare was the biggest fraud perpetrated on the American public. Oh, if you love your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Really? Did you get to keep your doctor? 
Oh, it's going to save the average family 2500 a year. Did you save 2500 a year or more like did you pay an additional 2500 plus a year more? I know I did. I am now at 1077 a month. When Barack Obama, when Barack Hussein Obama came into the presidency, he pushed Obamacare through. Because remember Nancy Pelosi? Uh, we got to pass it before you know what's in it. Okay. That, 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 that lunatic still there hanging on. Dentures are barely hanging on, but she's still there. They love power so much. And Obamacare was the biggest fraud perpetrated on the American public. It just was. You know it. I had a $480 a month premium. And then it went up to five, six, seven, eight, nine. Now a thousand seventy-seven a month. We have no health issues. A thousand seventy-seven a month for just my wife and I. I'm 51. She's 48. That's a travesty. And I hope and pray that this president gets a Republican House and a Republican Senate when he wins his reelection. So that we can actually get a health care that's affordable. How's it going to be affordable? I'm glad you asked. Because it's called capitalism and it's called free markets. And that means if he's able to get into place, which he wanted to in the first place, until, you know, Mitch, uh, until John McCain gave thumbs down, you remember that. He would be able to allow us to trade amongst states, meaning if you can get your health insurance cheaper in Texas, they're going to compete for dollars. That's the way it should be. That is going to reduce health care costs. That's going to reduce the costs in terms of premiums. It's going to be fair play for all. What in the hell is wrong with that? Nothing except the insurance lobby, the pharmaceutical lobby, doesn't like that. And that's why President Trump said, Today, and you just heard the clip, he said it yesterday, in Ohio, this may be the last time you'll see me for a while because I have a lot of enemies out there, a lot of rich enemies, and they don't like what I'm doing. So in essence, what the president was saying, I've got to be incognito because there could be a Kennedy-like situation. Do you think that, friends? I mean, you're not one of those that think that Kennedy was killed by Lee Harvey Oswald, were you? I mean, do you think that's the case? Of course. Come on. Come on, man. Not the case. But I'll leave that up to you, the audience. This is our open mic segment that's coming up. Well, I want to weigh in on the topics we're talking about. And, of course, on Fridays, we always do this, the last segment of the show, open mic, meaning that anything we talked about tonight is on the table or anything that we didn't talk about tonight and you want to bring up and have a conversation about, now's the time to do it. 702-257-5396. When we get back, right back to the calls. Don't go away. Welcome back to the program. Steve Sanchez, Friday edition of the show. I've got some really big news, if you already don't know by now. And it, I'm happy when a fellow conservative is doing really, really well with their books like David Horowitz. That's the big news. What's the big news? Five weeks on the New York Times bestseller list. That's big. 
That's big. In fact, it's already number one on the Amazon bestseller list. His new book is called Blitz. Trump will smash the left and win. It's a phenomenal book. In fact, the president tweeted that Blitz was a hot book. And if you haven't read Blitz, I have. Here's the crux of Blitz. It is a playbook on how Trump will win in a landslide. It is a playbook that reveals how the Democrats are using race and everything that we see going in and around us against Trump. It reveals some pretty surprising things that the president will be doing very, very soon as well. Now, you can get Blitz pretty much at bookstores everywhere. Or you can check out the free offer and save $28. Free offer is just pretty simple. Go to Blitz411.com or call 1-800-NEWSMAX. That's 1-800-NEWSMAX or Blitz411.com. Don't forget, watch Dave Horowitz. He's on Newsmax TV quite a bit. All other great shows are on there as well. It's on every major cable system. I watch it. I'm a frequent guest on it. And I know if you start watching it, you will love it. Is It is unapologetically conservative. Get the free offer, Blitz411.com, or call one 800 Newsmax. All right, let's go ahead and get back to our busy calls. Let's jump over to Wayne. You're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, I remember what happened with Kennedy quite well. I was a kid. I'm almost 70. And comparing what happened to him and Trump and what Trump said, nowadays Trump can hide. There ain't nobody going to get him unless he goes like Kennedy did and go out in the public in the wrong areas. Modern technology nowadays, it ain't the same. But the people setting Trump up, I'd be damned if it ain't pretty much the same people that set up Kennedy. And and it's a blister on the foot because I look at it this way. Our space program is very important. And in days, Kennedy's days, it damn was too. Mm-hmm. And the Russians and, and the Chinese and Americans tend to try to get along when they're up there around White House community people. But on the outside, on the outskirts, there, there's stuff that goes on that shouldn't be going on, and it's it gets really, really nasty, and we're living it. I wish we could get away from it. I really do. Trump might win. Yeah. Well, no, I appreciate the call. And, uh, yeah, I mean, look, and, of course, technology has improved considerably. We're talking 1963 versus 2020. You know, there wasn't anything called a cell phone at that point. No such thing. Al Gore hadn't invented the Internet yet. So, of course, there was all kinds of, uh, you know, differences. But, you know, Kennedy did go out on a convertible, which he was advised not to do. But he insisted, and believe me, there were others that were in one ear insisting on him going in the convertible, and there were others in the other ear saying, Mr. President, just don't do it. And and so it's interesting that we hear the president yesterday in Ohio say, this may be the last time you'll see me for a while. I have a lot of enemies out there. What was he saying? Is it code? Is it just something that Trump does to get the mainstream media all fired up all weekend? Or is it because Trump is very Kennedy-like in terms of pro-America, wanting to make sure that America Americans are put first, wanting to make sure the new world order types that try to make a buck off your back aren't going to do that very thing. I think that is what it is. I could be wrong. Just one man's opinion. Let's get right back to our busy calls. Mr. C, you're next. Welcome to the show. Mr. Sanchez, what's going on, brother? I'm great. How about how about you? 
it's a good Friday and we're alive in Vegas. Good there time. you go. There you go. I'm sure you have heard the news that CCSD has implemented or is attempting to implement a plan where they're going to feed the children. Um, they're going to take 20 per bus to school. They're going to be handed a bag lunch. They're going to reboard the bus and they're going to be taken back home. The special needs kids will be delivered. They will have a, one of the, the people from the uh, cafeteria who are, you have to have a food handler's card in order to deliver food mm-hmm. will drop off at, uh, at the doorstep uh, a sack lunch for all of those students as well. Now, there, there's as always, there's a reason for all this because they'll lose federal matching funds if they don't transport students. Very true. My, my point is, if you can transport 28 kids safely on a bus, which is their contention, then why can't you put 28 kids in a classroom? Well, I think that's the question everybody's asking, Mr. C, and, and that's a great question. It's like, why not? I mean, we're dealing with this across the state. Other states are dealing with the similar issues about the classrooms. In fact, you know, some friends of mine got some um, notices today in Arizona regarding, uh, well, no, uh, in-person class or, in you know, in-class uh, uh, teaching is not going to happen now. It's being kicked down the curve indefinitely until further notice. Now you're going to be doing all distance learning, and it's like, what the heck? You know, how are what about parents going to be able to do Cuomo this? That all all the schools in New York will be having in person classes. See there that see that's that's the inconsistency. And how about you know go, uh, uh, Senator Schumer basically stating that you know yeah I agree schools now need to be opened up or the economy won't recover. So which is it? Schools need to be closed. They need to be open. What is going on? Is really the question we should all be asking. Well, it's pretty obvious. The kids need to socialize. They need that face-to-face time. And the district is, is playing Russian roulette with, with what they're attempting to do. If they're going to do this, get on the teachers' union, say, look, either you all perform because we are an essential student. They can't strike. We can't strike. Then if they don't go to class, then they need to tender the resignation and find another another occupation. Yeah, I mean, can just uh, yeah, it's such a mess, Mr. C, and and so political, and 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 I think more and more people are recognizing, waking up to the fact that it is completely political. Look, I care about the kids' safety, I care about the teachers' safety, the administration's safety. Of course, who doesn't? But we're not getting a clear picture. We're getting a lot of mixed messages. We're we're having you know Sisolak say one thing, Governor Ducey in Arizona say another. We're having Governor Cuomo in New York say another, Governor DeSantis in in, in Florida say another. There's not this consistency, and um, it's it's concerning. I mean, it is absolutely concerning. And then again, Doctor Fauci speaking from both sides of his mouth, you know, saying yeah, we should open up the schools and the voting booths. Hmm. Is 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 Fauci going to be voting for Donald Trump? I mean, Fauci publicly is saying open up the schools and the voting booths, but I don't think that's going to happen. And by the way, here's a question before I go back to our busy calls: What's going on with Biden? I'm hearing a lot of stronger chatter that the Democrat operatives, the big dollar guys, are very concerned regarding Biden being the nominee. Is that going to change? I mean, we've got a convention for the Democrats at the end of this month. Let's be honest. He's just the presumptive nominee. He is not the nominee until he officially accepts the nomination and is officially voted on by the delegates. That has yet to happen. Because let's be honest, Joe Biden will not be able to debate Donald Trump 
effectively. I just don't think it'll even happen. He's saying it will. They're saying it will. It's going to be great TV entertainment for sure. But can you imagine Biden and Trump debating? I don't think it's going to happen. Do you think, friends, do you think Biden's going to be removed? Do you think he will be the presumptive nominee? I mean, I mean, I'm hearing a lot of chatter. Of course, it's rumor. It's chatter. Doesn't mean it's gospel, but interesting. All right, let's go back to our busy calls. Alex, you're next. Welcome to the program. Uh, hi, Steve. Um, first thing I want to talk about is the uh, vaccine situation. I wish and I hope that Donald Trump uh, soon at his uh, conferences when he has the Fauci and that other woman there to talk about vaccines. I think he should bring on the doctors that contradict the situation that's going on in the country. There's a doctor named Dr. Kathy Victory, Dr. Erickson, to few, uh, name a few. And in a video that I saw yesterday on YouTube, it's, called, it's basically um, um, uh, Kennedy Jr. versus uh, Alan Dershowitz on the vaccine. It's one of the best videos I ever saw. And Kennedy, if I'm not mistaken, he's a Democrat, right? Yeah, Robert Kennedy. Yeah, that's that's the son of Robert Kennedy, the senator, uh, excuse me, the attorney general that passed away, uh, Jack Kennedy's uh, brother. Um, So, yeah, Robert Kennedy is adamantly against vaccines. Yeah, and and those of you who are considering taking the vaccine, you should see that video. It's Kennedy versus Dershowitz. Just go on YouTube. I'm sure you'll be able to locate it. And it'll open up your eyes because he shows a lot of documents from the pharmaceutical companies, including uh, the CDC. And, and, and you can't argue those things. And I'm convinced I'm not going to take that. Uh, so I wish he would bring some of the contradicting doctors that could contradict Fauci himself. Uh, the other thing I want to say real quick is um, there was a poll. I, I, I think it was a Gallup poll that came out on the vaccine. Hispanics and blacks are not going to take this vaccine. I hope you guys are listening to this. So if they're going to mandate this thing, I think you guys are going to have probably a civil war in this country because I know a lot of Hispanics that said no way, no how. I don't care what they say. They don't trust the government at this point. And I'm yeah, no, I'll tell you this. Hispanic, by the way, used to be a Democrat. Well, no, and I'll, and I'll tell you, Alex, that's a great call, great comments. And Robert Kennedy Jr. is a smart guy. I don't agree with a lot of his politics, but uh, on the vaccine thing, I do agree with Kennedy quite a bit. Uh, it's interesting you say that because I've seen the same polls. I've seen similar ones of the black community, the Latino community saying, you ain't going to stick no vaccine. In fact, the uh, Hispanic community saying, needles? We don't need no stinking needles. And so who knows? We'll see what happens. What I will tell you is this. I'm asked all the time, how do we get involved to make sure Nevada turns red. Well, here's a great start. Go to jimmarchant.com and see what Jim Marchant's about. Why? Because he is the Republican nominee to go against Steve Horsford November 3rd, and he represents District 4. Now, you know I've endorsed Jim Marchant from the beginning because he is not only a patriot, he has a lot of libertarian tendencies, and he's apologetically conservative. Very good tenure in the Assembly, smart businessman. He will put Nevada first. That's what's needed in Washington, D.C. If you want to flip the house in Washington, D.C., you want to turn Nevada red, Going to JimMarchant.com and finding out how you can volunteer, how you can help him, how you can give to his campaign, it's going to be very necessary. Right now, we're less than 90 days away, friends. We cannot afford to mess around. Less than 90 days away. Go to JimMarchant.com. That's JimMarchant.com. Visit Jim. Read all about him and donate to him and i think somehow we've lost the music but i think we're up on break there we go i knew my timing was good
These young bucks over here trying to trick the old 51-year-old. Not going to happen. That's okay. It's Friday. We're all placing our bets and uh, deciding what we're going to watch on Netflix and Hulu. I know I am. And I think after the show, I'm on my way to Jersey Mike's for a good Italian sub. How about you? Steve Sanchez will be right back. Now I guess it's time to let you go But I don't No, I don't mind at all It's all right, getting so back. you never know Steve Sanchez, Friday edition of the show. Glad that we've been hanging out. 702-257-5396 is how you'll weigh into the program. The SteveSanchezShow.com website. If you're wondering... Where you can find me the other 22 hours of the day that I'm not here. That's a great start. Our featured news stories, we keep you up to date. Our media appearances, podcast archives, and of course our social media platform, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We do live stream videos every single day. We want you there. It's for free. You need to join us. You need to hang out with us every single day. Again, the Steve Sanchez show dot com website now look i'll tell you i i know this with joe biden is 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 concerning in fact i had a massage today i usually do on fridays and uh my therapist was asking me she knows what i do for a living and she said steve what what's your audience been really saying what what are your thoughts and 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 she's a democrat she's a democrat and her and i get along well because you know normal people that are democrats uh, that are normal. Um, we get along and, and we have debates and we have differences, but we can still get along. There's no reason. Lunatics and useful idiots, they don't know how to get along. They just, you know, have childhood wounds or something. I don't know. They just, they don't know how to get along. And so that's just the way that is. What can you do? I mean, there's an old saying in Spanish. It's called pobre. Yeah, pobre. That's what I say to people. I say that, you know, pobre. That means oh, I feel sorry for the baby. I wish I can, you know, stick a binky in their mouth. I mean, I don't know what to do, you know, change their diapy. I, I, I don't know what to do. But um, this Democrat, she's, you know, like, I, I'm concerned about Biden and he shouldn't even be there. And I said, yeah, you're right, Stephanie. He shouldn't be there. And and so Democrats are feeling the same way about Joe Biden. Democrats that have common sense. Look, Joe Biden does not have the mental capacity. It's funny. Harry Reid, old Harry Reid climbs out from under a rock. And he's saying, I'm worried about Trump. More and more every day, we see the mental decline. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Harry Reid, you're not embarrassed to come out and say that you see the mental decline on President Trump? And you say nothing about Joe Biden, who insults the black community, who insults women, who doesn't know his wife's name, doesn't know what city he's in. I mean, come on, man. I mean, he has some great stories about corn pop that I give him, but I mean, my God, the hypocrisy knows no end. I mean, right? The, the hypocrisy knows no end, but we'll leave it right there. Sunday nights in syndication. Don't forget the best of Steve Sanchez. You want to be there and it is a great show. Uh, you know, many, many stations around the country. Please check that out on Sunday nights. Also right here on KDWN. And, of course, make sure you're in part, or excuse me, a part of the social media platform. I want to remind you about the uh, Financial Friday Boot Camp on August 21st. It's going to be imperative. 
uh, to be there. There's a lot of things going on out there economically. And, um, you know, there is some chatter about the economy, uh, mimicking 2008 where there's a crash in the market. And, and I hope that's not the case. But if it is the case, you need to know what to do to plan your strategy. You need to have what they call an exit strategy, and a lot of people don't. So on August 21st, it is a Friday, 1 p.m., Geiler Financial Group will do their Financial Friday Boot Camp. It's for free. It's a Zoom webinar webcast for free. And Rick Geiler will be explaining why you need an exit strategy, why the markets react the way they do, and what you need to do to protect yourself and what good choices you have out there. Look, Wall Street, the big banking global cabal, they don't want you to know that truth. Rick Geiler, that day, will expose what they don't want you to know. Very easy to register, 888-545-7182. 888-545-7182 or you can simply go to financialfridaybootcamp.com and register there. Everybody that registers for free is going to get the free book sent to them, the sleep well at night strategy. So it's a free book, no shipping cost, absolutely free. Make sure you get that. Again, 888-545-7182 or visit financialfridaybootcamp.com. All right, the time has come and gone. But I want you to keep it right here for my good friend Ken Thompson and Sports X Radio. I want everybody to have a great weekend. God bless, and we'll catch you on the other side. You've been listening to Steve Sanchez. For more of Steve, visit the SteveSanchezShow.com.